52 in Bel Air. I'm Maggie Hunter, 680 WCBM News. The WCBM studios are sponsored by BetMGM, the convenience of betting without waiting in line. Go to WCBM.com or the WCBM app on your cell phone and register today. Hear about it. We consider really as my generation millennial. Talk about it. We are a weak bunch of blitzies. Talk Radio 680 WCBM. King Classic Live starts now on Talk Radio 680 WCBM and 99.9 FM in Harford County. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. It's already January 23rd. January really flew by, didn't it? Ah. Man, well, I'm happy because, of course, as you all know, I hate the cold. So January can't get out of here fast enough. (laughs) Somebody also pointed out to me yesterday, though, that they believe February in Maryland is even colder than January. And so then I thought about that, and I'm like, you know what? You're right. (laughs) How dare you come at me with that truth bomb? Speaking of truth bombs, uh, you know, I signed up for TikTok not too long ago. Quick story. Uh, I I decided this morning to post a video. I was like, you know what? I don't use TikTok. I want to start using this. This is what all the kids do, you know, to be cool. And so I posted a video this morning, and I just noted an observation, okay? You remember when we had that body positivity movement? You guys remember that? I mean, look, it just ended. But we had this movement where you had so many celebrities talking about embracing your curves, right? Love your curves, ladies, And I think Lizzo really was leading the charge. And you had so many other celebrities. But guess what? Now that they're all taking Ozempic, this uh, weight loss drug, have you noticed none of them have been saying that? (laughs) Not a single one of them. It's almost as if being fat and possibly obese wasn't acceptable to begin with. Okay? And so I posted this on TikTok this morning. There are some people in the comment section that are just not happy with me. And I, I look, I just hated the fact that we had the movement to begin with. You know, uh, Jillian, you guys probably remember the personal trainer, uh, Jillian. Uh, and she had, she was on that show. Remember this? Uh, the Biggest Loser. And she had posted a post on Twitter, you know, now it's known as X. And she talked about the fact that just being obese in itself was very dangerous. And that she was going to continue to make sure that many people understood that. Well, she got canceled for making that comment. Meanwhile, again, a personal trainer on the show, The Biggest Loser. And I don't know if you guys remember that, but I remember it like it was yesterday. I'm like, wait a minute. This woman is talking about the benefits of being healthy and why everybody should strive to be healthy. And yet she's canceled because they're considering her uh, comments to be fat shaming. Do you guys remember that? And I I remember talking to my mom about it. I was like, wow, here we are. You know, we're constantly talking about, uh, especially when it comes to women and how hard it is for us to keep the weight off. And trust, it is a struggle. It's a struggle for me every single day. Look, I want to go to the gym. Some days I say, you know what, I'm just exhausted, right? I don't make it all the time. It is. It's a struggle. But at the same time, I never thought it was a great idea to embrace you know, those, those uh, behaviors in which people say, all right, I'm just going to eat. I'm just going to embrace it. I'm just not going to care about it. And then when we got to the COVID pandemic, remember all of those that were on life support in the hospitals? Many of those on the ventilators were those that were struggling with obesity. You remember that? And I kept thinking about Julian at that time. I said, well, meanwhile, they canceled her, said she was fat shaming. And now you have a large number of individuals dying from COVID because of their struggle with obesity. And I just, 
it, it bothered me. It really did. And so now you see all these celebrities, whether it's uh, even on MSNBC, because we'll talk about Joanne Reed here in a second. If you notice, she's lost about 20, 25 pounds recently. Uh, you've got all these people, whether it's Kelly Clarkson, like I said, Lizzo. You had all these people that were saying, oh, you should embrace your curves. It's fine. It's this. It's that. Now that they're on Ozempic, not a peep. Not a peep. You know, because they were trying to normalize the fact that they didn't have discipline and the fact that it, in, in their minds, it was like, all right, look, I don't want to get to the gym or I don't want to. So we're just going to say this is a body positivity movement. Meanwhile, it costs lives. Anyways, I posted that video on TikTok. You want to follow me there? It's real Kim Klasik. Uh There's another, believe it or not, there's another TikTok handle and it has my picture on it. And of course, it says Kimberly Klasik. And I think it says Kimberly Klasik 2020 from when I ran for office. 12,000 followers. I have no idea who has this account. <laughs> I have no clue. I was like, all right. Yeah, I guess it is what it is. I tried to report it, but I don't know if that's a thing on TikTok because nobody responded. I did want to talk about, uh, again, Joy Ann Reed. And also, just so you guys know, in this hour, we're going to talk about local news as well. Uh, state's attorney, former state's attorney, excuse me, Marilyn Mosby, was in the courtroom in Greenbelt yesterday. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we're also going to talk about, uh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll mention, I guess, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about Hunter Biden. You know, the DOJ finally confirmed uh, the laptop from hell is absolutely his. I don't know how much more evidence they needed, and I don't understand why it took so long, but we are going to discuss that as well. Uh, and then there was a fugitive that was caught uh, by the name of Jamal Smith that was uh, one of the most wanted lists here in Baltimore. Uh, and we're going to talk about uh, Jamal as well because there was a standoff, a barricade. I don't know about you guys, but I've been seeing these barricade situations a lot more recently, and I do wonder what is behind that. I do. But I did want to start talking about uh, Tiffany Justice with Moms for Liberty. Uh, also, just so you guys know, on Thursday, I'll be with Moms for Liberty in Carroll County uh, at their uh, monthly meeting saying hello to everybody. So uh, Kit Hart and all of those ladies that are working so hard, remember they just had a recent win getting some of the explicit, sexually explicit books out of the Carroll County uh, public schools. Uh, so I will be there Thursday evening. So if you're there, I would love to say hello to you. But I thought Tiffany did a great job. She's one of the founders of Monster Liberty, and she was on with Joy Ann Reed on MSNBC. Now, first and foremost, Joy Ann Reed has me blocked. I... <laughs> She's got me blocked on social media. I've asked her time and time again. I said, look, we could just, we could hash this out. It doesn't have to be a screaming match. Just let me come on your show and explain to your audience why Baltimore City is corrupt and needs a change. I've, I've been asking her this for uh, quite some time. And then it got to a point where she just blocked me. And I thought that was very rude because I, you know, I was very complimentary that day and I told her I liked her outfit. And then all of a sudden, you know, she liked that tweet. And then I said, you know, Joy, glad to have your attention. I would still love to come on your show. <laughs> she blocked me immediately. I don't know what it is about uh, MSNBC and CNN, but they do not want me on. They do not want me to say anything to their audience. And I've noticed it's not just me. But if you ever notice, there's a lot of uh, Republicans and conservatives that are not uh, able to go on to those uh, networks. And I, I can only assume it's just they don't want their audience to hear a, a Republican basically, you know, speaking common sense and, and, and really relating to their audience. Well, anyways, this clip is it's a bit long. Uh, shout out and apologies to my producer, Brian. <laughs> I apologize. It's a bit long, but I wanted you to hear it in its entirety. 
because I'll, I I believe, and it wasn't that, you know, Tiffany from Models for Liberty, it wasn't that she was trying to give a master class on how to handle these interviews. She was legitimately answering questions, and then she asked Joy Ann Reed a couple of questions. And I thought she did an excellent job. And of course, the topic was about these sexually explicit books ending up in these school libraries or in the schools in general. So take a listen to this audio clip, and then we'll discuss right after. That you have, and other Moms for Liberty advocates have, to decide that a book, an award-winning book, like All Boys Aren't Blue, isn't appropriate for students to read. What, what, is a, your what a tragic story of a young man who's annually raped by his adult family member. So you have incest, rape, pedophilia. Joy, you said you'd let me answer, so sure. I'm going to answer Please for do. you. Um, in what context is a strap-on dildo acceptable for public school? Just... Let, I mean, that's my question to you. Tell me what the context around the strap-on dildo or the rape of a minor child by a teacher. Hold on a second. No, 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 no. no wait, We're talking on. about no, public no. school. One, one moment. All right. So now you've asked me questions. Sure. Well, and I'm going to answer it. Okay. Well, who's the main character? What's the name of the main character in All Boys Are Blue? You're asking me right now. You just gave me very specific information about this book, so you're presenting yourself as somebody expert. It's the gentleman. Hold on. Who's the main character in the book? The main character is the author. What's his name? George, I believe, is his first name. Because you're giving me very specific information that is. You're asking me to remember the name of an author. You just remembered very specific things. Here's my question. You're talking about your question. You didn't answer my question. No, no, no. I'm going to answer your question. Great. I would love to hear that. Absolutely. Well, I'm interviewing you, and you're not interviewing me, so let's just make sure it's a conversation, okay? Okay, what I'm saying to you is that as you are not an expert in this book, I don't have to hold be an expert. No, 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 hold on a second. Those aren't One moment. For One moment. I mean, this come on, let's book get real. is a full context story, as you said, of the author's experience. Why is it your right or a Moms for Liberty activist's right to say that a parent who wants their child to have access to this book, which gives a personal experience of this author? That they, the, why doesn't a liberal parent, for instance, or a parent of an LGBTQ kid, why don't they have a right for their child to just have access to this book? Why is it your right to say they can't? So, again, we're talking about incest, rape, and pedophilia. And Joy, each parent, each parent has to decide what is appropriate for their child to read. So I want you to answer, I'm going to ask so you one more time. Right. What is your right to tell a parent who wants their child, who might feel seen by this story. Why don't they have the right? Why don't they have the right as a parent to say, my child can have access to this book? If a child feels seen by this story, that means that they have been uh, the victim of a predator. That means that they have either been raped by a family member, they, they, they've experienced um And your proof of that is what? You just said that What's the child feels that? seen by this story. You're now making assumptions. No, about Joy, no, no. but if a Let child has a, been raped, we should do a lot you better than put a book now on a library Now you're literally shelf. creating a story behind a child that you don't know. Let me show you a form. This is a form that can be obtained in Broward County, Florida. Okay. I'm going to show it to the audience, and then I'm going to show it to you. Okay. This is called Can the opt. Yeah, please, I'm okay, handed to you. you so it's called the opt-out form. Okay. An opt-out form would allow any parent, because you said you are in favor of parental rights. I am. It would allow any parent to opt out of their child being able to take books out of the library without their parents' permission. 
Okay. So that Moms for Liberty, why not advocate that every school in America have an opt-out form so that a parent who doesn't want their child to access a book like All Boys Aren't Blue, right. that they can make that choice because then each parent, including a liberal parent, a black parent, a parent who wants their child to read a book about African American history, then they, want, they want children to read books. Why not just American opt out so. for yourself rather than tell other parents what they can and cannot? First of all, I think what you're talking about here is a wonderful step in the right direction. Um, we should be having conversations about this. This is about local control. Mm -hmm. A lot of these decisions are made at, made at the local school board level, mm -hmm. and that's where these decisions should be made. And there should be vibrant conversations sure. about what's happening in our public schools and what kids have access to. Joy, however, mm -hmm. maybe we could just put all the books with all the graphic sexual content. The dildos, You're not the rape, the... I'm sorry. Let's do I'm a, so sorry. Let's do excuse a back me. Room. Excuse me. Let's excuse put me. a curtain excuse up me. in the library. First of all, like hold on. One moment. One stores. moment. Remember the when we were little and you were going to the video store? The books that moms and they put those the books, books that moms for liberty with pornography I know that you, I, I've seen, we just do that I have seen tapes of what Moms for Liberty does, and you all go into school board meetings Joy, and you read graphics. It's a genuine conversation. No, it's not. There is a, there is, America Jer used to understand that there's beloved, something called age-appropriate content. Uh, right, and here's my we question again. Uh, again, on movies. again, again. Ruby Bridges Goes to School is on the list of books that Moms for Liberty has attempted absolutely, to have removed. Absolutely not. It absolutely is. Let me ask about the people who are making the decision for their parents, because you have not answered yet why a liberal parent or an African-American parent. We have parents who are Democrats no, no, no. who are members One of moment, our organization. But you're still trying to make decisions for all the kids. Here are some of the parents that are filing, uh, or some of the, the, the your advocates. Mm -hmm. Bridget Ziegler. The Moms for Liberty co-founder, the wife of the recently ousted Florida Republican Party chairman, Christian Ziegler, who allegedly was involved in threesomes, same-sex threesomes. Um, Mrs. Ziegler was, a, was removed from the school board at which she was a leader. Um, you've had she wasn't Lauren, removed from the school board. Okay, you have Lauren DePaula. Um, she was making book ban requests in Alachua County, but then records show that she and her husband didn't live there. They'd sold their home in that county. Carrie Blair in Tennessee, who was um, arrested for property theft charges after allegedly stealing from Target, skip scanning in Target. Why should those three people get to make decisions about what other children should be able to read? Other ch parents' children should be able to read. Do you know that I served as a school board member from 2016 to 2016? Are you going to answer my question? Yeah, I'm because going to. Because we don't to. have an endless time. Joy, I'm going to answer your question, but mm -hmm. I need you to understand that when I was an elected representative, I would sit on that dais. Mm -hmm. And how dare I, sitting there as an elected representative, judge a parent when they would come to the podium to speak and advocate for their child? Because as we started this conversation, mm -hmm. we'll end it. Every parent has a fundamental and right so to direct a parent, the so let's make and sure I would not stand in judgment a, joy a point of about a parent's if education a parent, level, moment, one their moment, sexual one orientation, if a parent, their race, their if religion. A parent, that is not what America is about. I'm going to answer. Mrs. I'm going to ask my question, yes, Ms. Justice. Mrs. Justice, that's thank fine. you. If a parent believes that their child should be able to read Ruby Bridges. Uh, we child. believe that parents okay. that children should be able to read. Then how can Moms for Liberty hero. insist that the school board take that book away and then say that a parent who wants the child to be able to read it must purchase it? That's essentially putting a tax on parents who want their children to read the book. Your kids get to have books for free that you agree with, but children who want to read, or parents who want their children to read books you don't like, have to purchase it. That doesn't sound Joy, fair. Did you know that in the city that we're sitting in, only a quarter of children are reading on grade level. That's a great grade. point. That's a great point. And so while That's we're having point. this conversation That's about books point. and libraries, That's two things point. should be happening. That's a great point. We should be talking about literacy rates and the fact that America's kids are not learning how to read, and we should be having vibrant conversations about what books should be in libraries. Absolutely.
All right, that was Tiffany Justice, one of the co-founders of Moms for Liberty, and Joy Ann Reed, a host on MSNBC. I want to have this conversation. I hope you do, too. 410-WCBM-680, 410-922-6680. There was a lot there, a lot to unpack. You know, the very first question that Tiffany asked Joy Ann Reed was, in which context uh, would you want a child to read about a sex toy, right? Like <laughs> I say the other word, but a, a toy, right? And so she she never answered that. If you've noticed, she never answered that. She completely changed the subject at least four times that I know of. Um, and she wanted to do like a gotcha. Also, she was asking about the character in that specific book and they were discussing. Uh, Tiffany had the, the name of the author, jo- uh, George, and George was talking about his experience in the book. So she actually had that. But the gotcha there that Joanne Reed was attempting was to say that she never actually read the book herself. And uh, if you notice, Joy Ann said, well, I know all about you, Moms for Liberty women. You go to school board meetings and you read sexually explicit uh, inserts in the book. And you try to get, you know, some attention over it. Well, if that's in the book, it's not like they're making it up, right? It's, it's, they're not making those inserts up. They're, they're basically reading exactly what kids are reading today in some of these schools. And so it's, it's not for, you know, hype. It's, it's actual words in these books. And so I want to talk about this uh, some more coming up next. 410-WCBM-680, 410-922-6680. I feel as though we're bending over for 1%. The 1% always seems to get the priority. Why is that? Imagine losing the ability to hear someone say, I love you, or the ability to hear a compliment. How about just hearing the birds chirp, your favorite song, or conversations with an old friend? Losing your hearing takes its toll on you physically, emotionally, and socially. If this kind of suffering sounds familiar, no matter what your age, call Audiology Associates at 410-944-3100. Dr. Melissa Segev and her team take a gentle and empathetic approach for each patient's treatment plan, and that's with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Now, Audiology Associates has been the trusted name of Maryland, and they have been for over 42 years. They have offices throughout the Baltimore metro area as well. Call 410-944-3100, or you can go online at www.aaiaudiology.com. When silence is not golden, call Audiology Associates at 410-944-3100. Hi, this is Sean Casey. If you're embarrassed to smile or aren't able to eat the foods you enjoy due to loose, broken, or missing teeth, you should call Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his team at Baltimore Periodontics right away to schedule a free 30-minute implant consultation. Even if you've hated going to the dentist your whole life, You'll love Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his team. They're the most talented, compassionate, and caring people you could ask for. And they use sedation techniques to make sure that you're completely relaxed and comfortable during treatment. If you want to have that beautiful smile and healthy mouth that you deserve, they are the experts. They're in network with a number of medical insurance companies for that life-changing, full-arch, teeth-express, teeth-in-a-day implant treatment helping to save you thousands of dollars. Call Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his expert team at Baltimore Periodontics, 410-744-6088. That's 410-744-6088. And get started on the road to better health and a happier smile. Identity theft shows no signs of slowing down. In fact, more than $29 billion were stolen last year alone. That's a criminal success story and a wake-up call for everyone else. It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. LifeLock makes it easy to help protect yourself if you become a victim 
A dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Join now and save up to 25% your first year with my name, Clay, as your promo code at LifeLock.com, promo code Clay. What does it feel like to file with TaxLayer and get your guaranteed maximum refund? It feels like the last level of a video game, facing off against the final boss who stands between you and your refund. All your refund has belonged to me. Using the power of TaxLayer like a secret power-up he doesn't see coming. Only the most tax-confident can defeat Throwing your laptop at his video game face and watching him crumble into a giant pile of shiny coin tax refunds. Oh, not fair. You use Tax Slayer. Save up to 80% when you file with Tax Slayer. Start for free. The Rob Carson Show. Christians realize they look at actions and not words, and they've looked at the actions of this man, and they've seen the persecution of this man. I think the churchgoers and evangelicals would much sooner support a man who put people on the Supreme Court to overturn Roe v. Wade. He put people on the court, and he promised he'd do it. You think that doesn't resonate with evangelicals? Weekdays, noon to 3, on Talk Radio 680 WCVM. All right, we're talking about Tiffany Justice, one of the co-founders of Moms for Liberty. She made it on MSNBC with Joy Ann Reid. I was shocked because Republicans, conservatives uh, don't usually get on the show. And you know what? I will say, I don't know Tiffany Justice, and I don't know what her party affiliation is. But, you know, whenever it comes to Moms for Liberty, I think we can all agree uh, those in the mainstream media treat as though every mom associated with Moms for Liberty is a Republican. Have you noticed that? You've noticed that, right? A lot of the Moms for Liberty women, um, suburban women that really just care about their children and don't want them exposed to sexually explicit things, you know, books or what have you, they just automatically assume that they're Republican. And I, look, I, <laughs> I can tell you right now, I have many friends that are mothers, and many of them are liberal. I, you know, it, 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 that's just a fact. Some of them have husbands that are conservative, but they are still liberal. And so it's interesting that that Moms for Liberty, have the, they have been painted into this box, right? They're also called extremists. Very interesting indeed. But we were we were listening to the audio clip between Tiffany Justice and Joanne Reed. Uh, I can't help but to think that we are truly bending over for the 1%. We really are. I mean, you know, how many, and, and this is what got me too, Joanne Reed's talking about a book uh, that's basically a story about a young man being uh, raped, uh, sodomized by a male older, an older male uh, family member, and Julian Reed had the nerve to say that it should be read because you don't know which kid could identify or be seen by reading this story. And I was right there with Tiffany. I'm thinking, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. If a child can be seen and can relate to this story, call the cops, right? Call Child Protective Services. And I I wrote this comment down that Julianne Reed made. She goes, you know, because Tiffany says, look, this is not something that any child should be seen by. This is alarming and disturbing if they are. And so Julia Reed's response to that, and I don't know if you heard it, she said, quote, a story, uh, now you're putting a story behind a child you don't know. End quote. I'm sorry, Julianne Reed. Does it not? really concern you that a child, even if they weren't being raped by a family member, but a child could possibly be having sex? I don't I don't think you want that, right, Joy Ann Reed? Do you want a child to be having sex? I mean, the, the whole conversation to me was bizarre. From start to finish. From start to finish. 
And I do like the fact that Joy and Reed did bring up uh, the fact that parents could opt out. If you remember the case uh, down in Montgomery County, uh, the Montgomery County School Board ruled that a lot of, in some cases, parents could not opt out. I don't know if you guys recall that. And I, at that moment, I wish I could have, like, texted Tiffany Justice <laughs> and sent her, like, you know, a, 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 a clip with a headline showing that Montgomery County parents, uh, in some cases, cannot opt out. That's how they voted. And again, I would think, look, if you want these kids uh, to read this, if you're one of those parents that truly wants this, then go uh, on your own time and, and get the book for your kid. Why does it have to be at school? Marty writes in, he says, if a parent wants their child to read it, then buy it. Simple rule. If you can't read the book out loud at a school board me- school board meeting, it probably shouldn't be in the school library. Marty, I agree. I agree. This is why we have parental controls on our kids' tablets. Right? I mean, you don't want your kids to be exposed to stuff. You just don't. That's simple parenting. All right, coming up next, if you want to weigh in on this, you can. It's 410-WCBM680, 410-922-6680. Also talking about Mosby in a minute. SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason. They're voting in New Hampshire today, and the first results from this year's leadoff primary are in. All six votes cast just after midnight in Dixville Notch went to Nikki Haley. Former President Trump at a rally made light of the numerous legal obstacles thrown in his path. He says he's been indicted more than Al Capone. Democrats also holding a primary. President Biden's name not on the ballot. But many of New Hampshire's top Democrats are backing a write-in campaign that they expect Biden to easily win. The U.S. and Britain have carried out another series of airstrikes on Houthi rebel targets in Yemen. And a divided Supreme Court is allowing Border Patrol agents to continue cutting the razor wire installed by Texas along the southern border, aimed at securing the border against deadly drugs and illegal aliens. More details at srnnews.com. With tens of thousands of satisfied patients across America, it's no surprise QC Kinetics gets five-star reviews. I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. I'm able to do the things that I wasn't able to do for a long time. I can recommend them highly. I would recommend QC to anybody. QC Kinetics has changed my life. I couldn't believe it. I honestly was skeptical, but the pain went from a 10 to a zero. Real people with real lasting relief from joint pain. QC Kinetics. Regenerative medicine is regenerating me. I was super successful, and I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. This non-surgical approach is definitely the future. I tell as many people as possible. I am an ambassador. I love QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. No drugs, no surgery. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 410-989-PAIN. That's 410-989-PAIN. 410-989-PAIN. It is going to be a rather soggy stretch this week, but today is a dry day. Cloudy, warmer, 44 this afternoon. Overnight, temperatures low to mid-30s. Tomorrow begins the rain. The showers are scattered, 45 the high tomorrow. Widespread rain Thursday, even warmer, near 60 the high There's only a slight chance of a shower, though, Friday. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel for Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Can't wait weeks for your tax refund? 
Then don't. At Jackson Hewitt, get money today. If you're approved for a no-fee refund advance loan on a prepaid card, book today at jacksonhewitt.com. No-fee refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Hi, I'm attorney Michael Friedman. And I'm attorney Stephen Friedman. And along with my wife, Rachel, we strive to continue our firm's 40-year reputation for excellence. You know, Steve, when I started practicing law, things in the world were plenty different. No, FDR was not president, but folks were getting injured in auto accidents and by other negligent acts. And our work, our commitment to clients from the very start has never wavered. You're so right, Dad. Handling property damage, getting car rentals, assuring the best medical treatment, and really just getting their lives back remains our primary focus. And that also means obtaining fair and just compensation for their pain and suffering, as well as for any permanent medical issues. And although we prefer to settle cases, we often rely on judge and juries to obtain fair and just compensation. So if you or a loved one has been injured by another's negligence, give us a call at the law offices of Michael Friedman. 410-363-6848 for a free consultation. And don't forget, Dad, there's no fee for us and no cost to our clients unless we win. Well, then, please continue winning. Absolutely not to worry. The Law Offices of Michael Friedman, serving the Mid-Atlantic region for over 40 years. Do you want to experience one of the world's biggest, boldest ships and cruise the tropics with me, Bruce Elliott? This October 27th, 2024, you can get on board and travel the best overall cruise ship, Symphony of the Seas. Join me for a WCBM Radio week of adventures on deck with world-class entertainment, including Broadway's favorite hairspray. Enjoy pool day bliss under the sun, gourmet dining from Italy to Wonderland, and of course, a cocktail party on board and drinks are on me. Memories will be made on the shore of Nassau, the space coast of Port Canaveral, and Royal Caribbean's private island, Coco Cay. Come join Royal Caribbean and BTS Cruise and Tour on Symphony of the Seas for seven wonderful nights and glorious days in the warm sun. Call 410-825-9887 for questions or reservations. That's 410-825-9887. All aboard! Features may vary by ship. All itineraries are subject to change without notice. Ships Registry, The Bahamas. Forget oil change anxiety. Get in, get out, and get on with your day at Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Get an oil change and an 18-point preventive maintenance check in just 15 minutes at Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Mention radio and get 20% off your next oil change. Visit BIOC.com for a location near you. Hi, it's Sean Casey, and we're excited to announce the first ever morning drive brunch at Expectation with myself and Bruce Elliott, February 21st at their Timonium location. Expectation has delicious brunch food, and we can't wait to meet all our morning show listeners. We'll talk about local and national news, answer your questions, and maybe even play Choose Your Fake News. So mark your calendar for February 21st to have brunch with Bruce and myself at Expectation in Timonium. The views and opinions you hear on Talk Radio 680, WCBM, and WCBM.com are not necessarily those of the owners, management, employers, and advertisers of WCBM, but they should be. All right. We're talking about the explicit books uh, that are in some of these schools, some of the school libraries, and, of course, you had uh, Joanne Reed on MSNBC carrying the... Uh, the uh, water, I should say, for the DNC and their agenda that they're pushing. And I don't know why. I don't understand it, why they want kids to have access to sexually explicit books at such a young age. That, that's the part that really gets me, right? Because I, I try to approach these things with an open mind. And I thought to myself, why would they need to read these books, right? What, what does it do for them? 
How does it set them up for success? Because many of us parents, we send our kids to school because they want we want them to be successful later in life. So I expect my daughter to go to school, learn how to read. Of course, you know, reinforce all these things at home. But you know, doing math, uh, science. Right now, they're teaching STEM, which I like. My daughter likes it too. I mean, so, so these are the things that I think. All right, let's set them up for success. You know, critical thinking skills. That's something that I would hope that they would get in school. I know nowadays it's not really happening. Not even common sense. But for Joy Ann Reed to really be pushing this narrative that it is important for kids to read sexually explicit books. And so her only argument here, which Tiffany Justice graciously from Miles for Liberty said, look, it's a step in the right direction to allow parents to opt out. But as I pointed out, in Montgomery County, here in the state of Maryland, there was a situation where parents could not opt out. The school board voted that parents could not opt out. And so it's like, all right, well, you know, this isn't happening everywhere. And even if they have the opt-out option, sometimes it's not available. Anyways, I asked your opinion on it. Uh, Daniel in the text line says, if you have to be 18 or older to buy adult magazines, why can they put pornography books in school libraries? Daniel, that's a great question. I don't know. I don't know. And I, I don't understand why they're pushing this. I got Donna at Severna Park. Donna, you wanted to weigh in? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Um, I just wanted to say, as a Boy Scout mom, a parent of a Boy Scout is required to take the youth protection um, training um, every year, and that is explicitly for uh, child protection from things like sexual content, the writing, the verbal, the imagery. All of that is taught to you. There are um, testimonials in the the plan, if the Boy Scouts can be sued into bankruptcy for exposing or anything like that, they are trying to protect children uh, from child predators. And anyone who is desensitizing or normalizing this behavior on an immature child uh, should also be considered a child predator. Donna, I'm right there with you. And you know what? I think that you really hit the nail on the head here because it is. It's basically grooming. And they are trying to normalize this behavior by putting it in the books and then having the books available. Uh, I guess I'll ask you because it sounds like that you are right on top of this. Do you did you ever hear from someone that, you know, thinks positively about this topic? Do they ever explain why it's important to normalize this behavior? I have not. Um uh, my kids are in a Christian school. It's just, you know, I had I took them out of public school for a reason. It's uh, I just um, I, I I haven't heard of anybody seeing that this is acceptable or normalized. I've had my friends tell me that their kids went through the thing of pronoun re- identification, and the parents like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Forget about it. Yeah. So I think it's it's a parental direction. Um, I, I think that the parents have to be really on board with this, and I, I don't understand the normalization of hypersexuality that is all over everywhere. The Internet, I mean, it's just in your face all the time. And yeah. I think you have to start with trying to help that at home, But and I don't know of any parents that think that's okay. Yeah, same here. Donna, thank you so much for sharing. I appreciate you. I hope you have a great afternoon. You know, I, I don't understand it either. Uh, like I said, my seven-year-old, she has a tablet, but she can only access what is called kids' YouTube, 
right? And this, it took me a minute to figure out how to do it. I'm not very tech savvy. But, you know, I will sit there and figure it out because the last thing I want is my daughter to be exposed to, you know, YouTube in itself, right? I only want her to be exposed to videos that are targeted towards 10 years old and younger. She's seven, right? And so there is a category for that. My fear is with them normalizing these books and acting as though that these these stories should be told to kids, my fear is does YouTube then say, all right, well, if somebody, because there are, there are videos where kids, where parents are reading books in videos. My daughter watches them all the time. And it's literally just somebody reading a story, right? Like if you went to a, a story time at a library, it's somebody just sitting there reading a book. I don't, you know, she watches them. But if this is being normalized, could it get to a point where you have someone reading a book or even a drag queen, you know, doing the drag queen story hour on kids YouTube reading a book? I hope not. But this is such a slippery slope. I feel like we're going in that direction. I don't want my daughter. And, I, you know, if you are, you know, you know, a drag queen and you listen to the show, hello to you. You're an adult. You know, hopefully you only perform for adults. But I don't want my seven-year-old being exposed to a drag queen. I just don't. I don't want it. And, and, and people could say, oh, she's a bigot or she's, you know, prejudiced or not inclusive. Then call me all the names in the books. Call me all of the names. I really don't care. I've got Dave in Parkville. Dave, you wanted to weigh in? Yeah, I kind of disagree with both of the people that run MSNBC. I don't agree with Joy Reid that it's a tax to have to voluntarily buy a book, and I don't think it's a real hardship to buy a book. Um, if you want to you know, go online, it, it's pretty inexpensive normally. I, but I don't really uh, – I, I think that maybe Moms for Liberty might want to rethink this whole tactic with um, you know, kind of flagging these titles in the library. Because I'm not really sure that the kids are really even going in the library and looking for for the books in question, and uh, it so it just seems like it's kind of like this culture war thing where you know someone like Joy Reid pulls up a list of these titles that supposedly are being taken out, but that nobody's really trying to read anyway. So that's that's kind of why I disagree with both both of the people on the show. Okay, so so you feel like it's a non-factor since kids aren't reading and going to the library. I just I think. Yeah, I, I don't really think that they are going to libraries and reading books necessarily, um, and uh, definitely not the books in question that are being flagged. So, I mean, I, I think I think the whole you know uh, CRT and um, educational teaching woke you know philosophy and education is a big issue that, that needs to be addressed. But I don't know about you know if the library is the way to, to, to go at it. Okay, well that's a fair argument there. Dave, it's a fair argument because they even brought up the fact that many of these kids today can't even read on a grade level. So, yes, I would assume that they're probably not hanging out in the library. Well, yeah, I was just thinking about my experience with school, with, with school libraries. I don't think I ever went in once when I was in school. <laughs> How did you I get away with that, Dave? <laughs> and you didn't have to learn a Dewey Decimal System? You got away with that? Well, when I was really young, actually, I, I got to check that because when I was really young, like, you know, we did go in this, like in elementary school, I think we did go in the library and... Um, you know, they would read us books and so on. But in high school, I definitely never went in the library even once. <laughs> uh, look, I was one of those kids too, Dave. So I, I understand. I understand. I appreciate you calling in. Thank you. All right. There's another argument there that could definitely be made. I've got uh, Stephen in the text line. He says, these books that they are talking about don't have to be available in school. There is a public library. So if the 1% parents want their child to read this, they can go to the public library. Yeah, Stephen, you would think... You would think, but but here's again, and I I try to approach this with an open mind. Why would you 
need for a child to read about this other than you're trying to normalize this behavior. You know, this book that they were discussing on with Joy and Reed and Tiffany Justice, and they were talking about this author George and how he, you know, it was his story on how he was literally brutally raped by a family member. I just, you know, thinking about it, I said to myself, all right, maybe for the author himself, maybe it was therapeutic for him to write the story. Maybe he feels as though that if somebody is going through a traumatic situation like that, uh, they should know that it's not okay. Like, I could see the author taking it in a different approach because it actually happened to him. What I don't understand is why Joanne Reed or even MSNBC, which, of course, obviously they, they, you know, agree with Joy. They wouldn't have her do the segment and had Tiffany on. Why is it necessary for them to push the story that the author is telling? It just it doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. And I, uh, you know, it's it's disappointing. Like I said, if this ends up being normalized and, you know, a lot of the things that we see today, and I, I don't know about you guys, but even when I watch some of the TikTok videos and, yeah, I don't know. As uh, Donna and Severna Park pointed out, uh, you know, everything is so right there in your face all of the time. And even when it comes to music, I think I told you guys, my daughter, she was hanging out with friends uh, and <laughs> she came home singing that Megan uh, the Stallion song. Like it's like body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. I almost lost my mind. OK, <laughs> I said, first of all, this isn't on Kids Bop. Where the heck did you hear this, right? I mean, because it, it is. Like, as a parent, you get upset. You know how you want to raise your kid, right? There are many parents out there that don't want their kids to drink soda or eat uh, any food with uh, red food coloring or, you know, that red dye. Look, I get it. And as a parent, you should be able to make that choice for your kid. Like, I don't I don't need other people making these choices for my child. This is between myself uh, Olivia's father, and we'll figure it out, right? It's it, I don't need you to parent or raise my child. That's the part, again, where it's like it's this overreach, and we see it time and time again. I got Joe in Baltimore. Joe, you wanted to weigh in? Yeah, you calling Joe? Yep. Yes, I think that, you know, we have to realize, too, uh, Kim, and I love your show, that um, we're, we're operating uh, on a spiritual battle here, and these people think that these so-called freedoms are good, but they end up making our kids in bondage. So any way that we can, you know, uh, lovingly and patiently and boldly fight against uh, these books in the schools, you know, we, as you said, we're becoming desensitized, normalized to all this. And the further we go in the wrong direction the more the, the right direction seems strange or weird. You know, it's like, just like there, to me, there is no far left, is no far right. There's a far left, but what is so far right about not wanting abortion, not wanting our kids to learn these things, uh, wanting a strong defense, uh, wanting good education in the schools, wanting fiscal responsibility. What is so far right? But 60 years ago, the things today that seem far right, we're just normal, God-fearing Americans. And the more we allow this stuff, the more we don't stand up against it, the more that we just allow it as normal, the more normal it becomes. Yeah. Yeah, Joe, well said. Thank you so much. I appreciate you weighing in. You know, Joe really hit the nail on the head there. I, I honestly, 
as you look around the country, if you look at even those in leadership positions, right, say like the squad on Capitol Hill, they're trying to change America as you know it today, right? They want to erase all the traditions. They want to even erase history, right? That's why they were removing all the statues and all these, you know, they want to erase history and tell the story as they see fit. You know, the problem is, and as Joe pointed out there, this isn't us being extremist or, you know, far right. You know, that's why they make fun of the, the term MAGA, make America great again. They hate that. They hate the fact that we want America to remain as America. It's almost as if they hate the fact that we are the greatest country in the world, which is if you live here, how could you hate that? You know, things that are said in the Bible are things that they now consider far right and extreme. You know, the book of John, the book of Paul, it goes through. They will say, okay, this is just far right. It's just, it's not something that we should have, you know, taught in schools. And that is why I do think that they have all of these teachers, the gay pride flags. Remember before that it was, you know, the Black Lives Matter flags, making some kids feel inferior to others. Like, why would you even push that narrative? You know, and especially if you're supposedly, you know, the party that wants equality, then why are you sitting there making some kids feel less than others based on, you know, the racist history that we do have in this country? But again, that's something that you would talk about so that you make sure that people understand how far we've come. But they don't they don't they don't couch it that way. They want to say America is racist. Fred in Baltimore, you wanted to weigh in? Yeah. Hi, Kim. Um. Just to show that I think this is all being pushed, are there terribly explicit, sexually explicit books on heterosexuals in grade school libraries? Oh, that's a good question there, Fred. I don't if think there, there is. Isn't, then we know what the problem is. Yeah. I mean, they don't, I mean, Playboy and stuff like that's not around anymore, but would they have Playboy and Penthouse and Hustler in those, in those grade schools? Absolutely not. They're, they're not any more explicit than like Lawn Boy and those kind of books. Yeah. But uh, somebody should go through the libraries and see if there's heterosexually explicit books there and to show that somebody's putting these things in as a, a, a meaningfully, not just there happen to be in the book in the uh, libraries. Fred, great point. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. you. Yeah, the gay agenda. I mean, look, we see it even in music, right? Remember Little Nas X? You know, he had the Old Town Road. Remember all the kids were singing that song? Next thing you know, he's got a song about the devil and, and you know, giving Satan a dance. And, uh, like, it was the whole thing. I was like, wait a minute, what? This is the Old Town Road kid? Like, my, my daughter's never listening to that song again. All right, we'll continue this conversation. We get back. Also, we are going to talk about State's Attorney Marilyn Mosby and her day in court. Glenn Burney Transmissions and Jim Jennings Transmissions have joined together to make sure that no matter where you are in Baltimore, you can choose the best when it comes to your transmission. Both companies have been in business for over half a century. It is about time that the two premier transmission service companies have teamed up. Whether it's a new, used, rebuilt, or remanufactured transmission for hundreds less than the dealer, look no further than either Glen Burning Transmissions or Jim Jennings Transmissions. You'll get the same courteous, professional, and expert service from both companies. Free area towing and financing is available. Call Glen Burning Transmissions at 410-766-8500, or you can go to gbt-online.com. You can also call Jim Jennings Transmissions at 410-686-6700. You can also go to jjt-online.com. Glenn Murray Transmissions and Jim Jennings Transmissions is the best team in Baltimore. 
Waking up on the right side. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. The story of Florida is phenomenal. I'm not saying it because it's now my home state. It just is what it is. This mass migration out of blue states to to red states is real. And Florida and Texas and Tennessee and, and the Carolinas leading the way. And people are just voting with their feet. They're tired of, of politicians that believe in no bail laws, no law, no order, no safety, no security. They are tired of high taxes with virtually no real benefit for the people in these states. If you look at Florida with a higher population than New York, they have no state income tax, they have better infrastructure, and their budget is less than half of that of New York State. How is that even possible? From coast to coast, from sea to shining sea, it's the Sean Hannity Show. Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Joe Biden wants you taxed to the brink under the thumb of the IRS and controlled with a digital dollar. That's why thousands of hardworking, patriotic Americans are opting out by diversifying their savings with precious metals like gold and silver. And guess what? Sean Hannity is doing the same. He's been purchasing precious metals like gold and silver from the top-rated company, GoldCo. GoldCo is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner, number one rated gold IRA company with over 5,000 five-star reviews. And they've placed over $2 billion in precious metal sales for people just like you. Right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. That's right, up to $10,000 in bonus silver, but only while supplies last. So if you're looking to diversify your savings, call GoldCo at 855-815-GOLD to learn how you could get started today. Tell them Hannity sent you and see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver. Call GoldCo at 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD. This is Pastor David Lewis at the Cub Hill Bible Presbyterian Church with a moment of truth. Are we still one nation under God as our founders intended, or are we a nation gone under, as Ronald Reagan said we'd be if we forget our Creator? I'll let you decide. We've thrown God out of the public schools. We take His name in vain. We treat the Sabbath just like any other day. We kill our young. We cause sexual perversion love, and we mock His Ten Commandments, especially the first one, which says, You shall have no other gods before me. America has cast aside the God of the Bible, choosing instead Instead, to chase after the gods of fame, fortune, and fun. If this is to remain one nation under God, if indeed it's not already too late, then it's up to the Lord's people to humble ourselves and pray, to seek the Lord's face and turn from our wicked ways. We know the heathens won't do this. They're too busy chasing after other gods. As long as America is still standing, it's not too late. Just as he blessed this nation at its founding, God can still hear our cries from heaven and forgive our sin and heal our land. This is Pastor David Lewis with today's Moment of Truth. Hi, Jim Hunter here to remind you that you can have an amazing new kitchen at a fraction of the cost with Chic Cabinet Refacing from John Hagee Remodeling. My wife Bonnie and I had our kitchen redone by the John Hagee team, and we couldn't be happier. It looks brand new and without all the time, mess, and cost of tearing everything out. They even brought our old cabinets up to date with new drawers, rollout trays, and more. Call John Hagee for your project, and you'll learn why they've won so many awards for their craftsmanship and their customer service. Right now, get half off savings on chic cabinet refacing. Save half off the cost of refacing either your base or wall cabinets, whichever measurement is less. Call 410-329-1002. That's 329-1002. Or go to johnhagee.com. That's johnhagee.com. Visit their showrooms on York Road and Hunt Valley and start planning your kitchen or bathroom 
Draft Project. Take it from me, Jim Hunter, and choose John Hagee Remodeling for your home improvements. Building excellence for over 40 years. A lot can happen in an hour. We'll update you at the top of it. These are important moments, and this is news. Minutes away. This is Talk Radio 680 WCBM. All right. I also want you to get your phone handy here because in the top of the hour, or the next hour, I should say, we're going to ask you what your predictions are here for New Hampshire. Today is the New Hampshire primary. And uh, really, you've got uh, Nikki Haley, former U.N. ambassador, also former governor. And President Trump, former President Trump, I guess I should say, right? Going head to head. So I do. I want to get your predictions for today. I think it's going to be a complete blowout. Uh, we're also going to talk about some of the comments that Nikki Haley has made uh, regarding her gender and race. And uh, I was uh, happy to be on the uh, town hall last night with your voice, your future, with Armstrong Williams on uh, Fox 45, with a, a few others on the panel. I was actually the only Republican on that panel. And it's interesting, if you got a chance to catch it, uh, there was a Democrat on the panel that said that uh, conservatives were the ones that got Claudine Gay out of uh, Harvard University, you know, that former president there. I said, sir, look, first of all, plagiarism is wrong. You know, secondly, it wasn't conservatives that got Claudine Gay to resign. Uh, those were Democrats. All right. And so it was interesting. It was an interesting town hall. Um, we did talk a lot about Nikki Haley. Uh, before we uh, head off of this topic, I did want to get to the phone lines. Uh, Tom and Kaysville, we were talking about the sexually explicit books in schools. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, good morning, Kim. What did- um, this, is, this is all part of the left's attempt to neuter society as far as when we see something that we don't like. We're intimidated, and we don't want to stand up and say no. I mean, this they, their whole uh, agenda is death by a thousand cuts, and this is just another cut. You know, we have these uh, age-appropriate levels for children. They can't drink until they're 21. They can't smoke until they're 18. They can't drive until they're 16. Um, there's movie ratings that they're not supposed to go to movies unless they're a certain age. But when it comes to sexually inappropriate material for minors, they want us to think that it's it's all bets are off and it's everything's everything's fine, and it's not. The problem is somebody like you, somebody like me, we might have been able to handle some things when we were younger, and if we couldn't, we had parents that could explain it to us. Right. But a lot of kids don't have that. We see it every day. A lot of kids don't have the parental guidance they need, so they get involved in drugs, they get involved in crime, they get pregnant when they're teenagers. And then society suffers. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100% there, Tom. Thank you so much. We're heading into the break. We'll continue this conversation when we get back. We all know confidence in the economy is being crushed under Biden. It's more important than ever to protect the value of your greatest lifetime achievement, your home. Unfortunately, many people accept less for their non-updated homes. If you could live in Maryland and would like to sell your home, you could make tens of thousands of dollars more by hiring an expert to upgrade and sell it with no upfront cost to you. Renovation Real Estate will increase your home's value to attract competitive buyers, and you'll pay no money out of pocket for the renovations. As a licensed real estate agent, Agency and general contractor, they help homeowners make $20,000 or more in extra profit by attracting buyers with appealing home updates. They fix it, they sell it. You profit. Don't miss out on profiting more from all your years of hard work. Call Sean Holden at 410-724-1199 or visit online at renovationrealestate.com. That's 410-724-1199 or renovation.realestate, M-H-I-C, 118795. 
WCVM Baltimore is Talk Radio 680 AM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. Baltimore's listening. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. The voting goes on in New Hampshire. Correspondent Donald Warder says the first results from this year's leadoff primary came in very early this morning. The six registered voters in Dixville, Notch, New Hampshire, cast their ballot.